I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty happy with how this past weekend went for the Florida Gators, and we're going to talk about it here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy Monday. I'm Brandon Olson. Twitter on your screen at WNS underscore Brandon. Written work and video work with Whole Nine Sports and written work with GiantsCountryFSI.com. And I'm not going to be like, oh, like, subscribe, hit the bell, whatever it is. Not, not all that jazz. I will say, for those of you who tuned in this past weekend uh, for any of the post-commit live streams, thank you. Those were uh, a ton of fun to get into, first of all, but also like like the turnout was phenomenal. So thank you all for that. That, that was really awesome. Um, and hopefully we'll be able to do more of those when Florida gets more commits. Um, but now we're, we're talking about this past weekend. And I think when you talk about this past weekend, you have to talk about the commits more than anything else. Um, obviously it was four commits for Florida. All four were four star players, which is I, I phenomenal, I guess is the word I'm going to use again. That's the word of the day today. Um, but started off on Thursday night when Florida was in the running for uh, it was John Walker first, and then Derek LeBlanc, and then Jakeem Jackson. John Walker committed to Central Florida. He was the highest-rated commit uh, in Central Florida history, like UCF history, which is awesome for them, good for them. Like he said on the show, he's like, I suddenly committed to UCF three months ago. So while everybody's been like, oh, my gosh, it's so quiet on, on the John Walker front. Is he going to Ohio State? Is he going to Florida? Is he going to UCF? It's like, well, it's been quiet because he's known what he's doing. Um Next was Derek LeBlanc, who picked Oklahoma, which was not a surprising thing at all. And Jakeem Jackson, his mom wore like a Kentucky shirt. I, I believe it was his mom wore a Kentucky shirt. Um, and we were like, um, what, what's going on there? Like, are we about to lose Jakeem Jackson too? We go over three tonight. Um, but his mom was just fooling around. Jakeem Jackson committed to the Florida Gators. Four-star defensive back. At the time of his commitment, he was the third highest rated Gator uh, um, commit for the 2023 season. He was... The, he is still the top corner commit. He's 6'1", 180, growing physically and uh, athletically and just improving technically. So Jakeem Jackson's a big name, big ad for us. And just like I've watched here in like little bits of his game, but I think the most impressive thing from him is just like when, when looking at him actually is just his length. Like, like he looks like he has insanely long arms and it's just like, wow. <laughs> he just looks like like uh, he's Anderson the Spider Silva out there. Um, next up is Aiden Mizell, who committed on Friday. Of course, we're going right now in order of when they committed. Friday, Aiden Mizell committed. Speed Demon, one of the coolest commits that we've seen in a long time. Pretending he forgot the hats and then coming back onto the screen, holding two live alligators. 
And don't worry, he had the mouth taped because he's got to protect those hands. Um, but Aiden Mizell is a massive ad. He's the highest ranked commit for the Florida Gators 2023 class so far to date. Four-star receiver, 72 in the nation, um, 16th in the state. Big-time ad. He's a, he's a Florida legacy kid, so he's going to be adding to that as well. And it, it's just a yet another thing to be excited about because he wasn't the only receiver that got added for this cycle. Now, I mean, here's where I'm breaking the part where I go, oh, we're going in order of commitment. Because next we're talking about Andy Jean, who committed to the Florida Gators. And he is, I believe, the 11th highest ranked uh, recruit for the Florida Gators so far. And that's still, guess what? Wonderful for Florida. Like, like that's just fantastic to see from Florida where they, they're adding yet another receiver. Kerry Colbert continuing to do his thing, continuing to add to this, again, already strong receiver room so far for the Florida Gators. And it's just another thing to be excited about. Um, yes, he is the 11th highest ranked commit for Florida. So there's that. That that's It's weird, too, because Andy Jean is this massive deal. And most people acknowledge that he's climbing up rankings and rankings are just slowed down a bit for him right or uh, rankings are catching up to him right now um so he's going to keep climbing but he seemed like this massive deal where florida and miami were going at it the fans were just going at it and i mean he, he's one of the lowest ranked commits for florida but also like that's another thing where he's one of the lowest ranked commits for florida so far but of this 16 commits for florida first of all 14 of them are from the state of Florida. Two of them are from Georgia. So Billy Napier and Seth doing what they said they would do when they said that they wanted to try and dominate the state of Florida and then branch out. So they continue to do that. Uh, all four commits this weekend are from the state of Florida. So that's massive for the Gators. And here's the thing also, when you look at Florida, Florida State and Miami, if you just like have a very solid job of keeping top talent in your state, you're going to have a top class because Florida, the state of Florida is just so chock full of high ranking recruits and phenomenal athletes and phenomenal playmakers. Um, so I, I think there's that also, but Florida just adding Andy Jean was a massive ad because we talked about this with John Garcia on, I believe it was Wednesday's episode of Locked On Gators. When we're talking about the recruiting room and we go, look, you know, you add, Aiden Mizell, he's your legitimate number one receiver. Then you have Andy Jean, if he's a cherry on top, because we were talking about who was already committed to Florida and Aiden Mizell. So it was Aiden Mizell. And then we were talking about Eugene Wilson III being a burner out of the slot. Then we're talking about Tyree Patterson as, as an X receiver type and Creed Whitmore as a project type that has a, lot, a very high ceiling, especially if he hits that growth spurt that we're hoping for. And then he was like, oh, well, if you add Andy Jean, that's just like a, a cherry on top there. Like, that that's a phenomenal year. Um, and that's what we're looking at right now with Andy Jean here. And and right now, if the receiver class stays the same, which it won't, but if it stays the same, it's it's a phenomenal receiver. Like, you don't need to recruit any more receivers. But I can tell you, Florida, still recruiting receivers. They're going to keep doing that. Like Billy Napier said, it is a talent acquisition business. You add the best players that you possibly can as often as you can. Speaking of adding the most talented players you can as often as you can. Florida had an early commit on Saturday morning because don't forget, Andy Jean was not scheduled to commit. He just said on Saturday at like 12, he was like, I'm committing at 2 p.m. Um, but on Saturday morning, there was always a commit scheduled and that was Jordan. Here's the part where I'm going to have to get clarification on 
I've heard it pronounced both ways, Castle and Castell, and I just read a few. Um, I'm going to go Castell here. That's, that's what I'm doing today. Yesterday I went Castle, today I'll go Castell. Um, that's, that's how I'm going by it, and I will get clarification later on today. That's just a, a precursor for tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Gators, just so you know. Um, but Jordan Castell went through four-star safety, and this was a massive add, too, because Florida's co-defensive coordinator, defensive play caller, and safeties coach all the same person in Patrick Tony, and there wasn't a safety added yet for this class, and that's one of those things where it's like, well, Florida should should have safeties added. Like that should be an easy sell to go. I'm the defensive coordinator. Like I can decide what you do. I can make promises to you about your usage, and I and I can do all these things. Um, and I think that's important to talk about with safety, but hadn't happened yet. But Jordan Cassell is here, and he is a do it all type who looks like he's a phenomenal athlete based on just watching and uh, watching drills and watching tape. And he is the, I believe sixth highest ranked commit for the Florida Gators 2022 class. Massive ad. This was one where Florida for a long time, we were feeling very comfortable about and we were like, yeah, he's going to commit October 1st. But even then we were talking about Florida. Like it was Florida and then nobody really like there were, I believe it was Alabama and Tennessee were also in there for him. But everybody was like, he's he's coming to Florida. Like, that was the worst kept secret probably in this 2023 cycle besides Derek LeBlanc going to Oklahoma. Um, but Jordan Cassell committed to Florida after pushing up his commitment date from October 1st to July 30th. And it was a fantastic ad for Florida. But we're about to talk about just more of this 2023 class. But first, a quick word from LinkedIn, because as the sun is coming out, and small businesses are back in business. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. If you've never used LinkedIn Jobs, I, I can't recommend it enough. I That's how I got hired for my last job before lockdown, and I loved that job, but I, I like this more. <laughs> with simple tools like screening questions, it makes it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can prioritize we want to interview, we want to hire, all that fun stuff. You should probably interview them before you hire them. But hey, it ain't my job, so I'm not going to say it at all. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates that you want to talk to faster. And every week, 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks again for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. And now we're talking about this 2023 class as a whole. And I, I think the first thing that I want to talk about here is not the headliners, which we will get to. But I, I talked about this on, I know it was Saturday, but I can't remember if it was Jordan Cassell's commitment or if it was Andy Jean's commitment. But we started talking about who's the most important ad for the 2023 Florida Gators recruiting cycle because you could say it's Aiden Mizell because he's the highest ranked commit. He's the only 95 plus ranked commit. Um, and he's climbing boards as well. So you could talk about Aiden Mizell as that guy. You could talk about quite a few people. You could talk about Eugene Wilson III as that guy because he kind of helped launch this run that Florida's on. But I think it's someone who did launch this run that Florida's on, and that's Marcus Stokes, the quarterback. Um, 
depending on where you look. He's a four star. He's a three star. I don't necessarily care about uh, the star ranking for that. That's pretty uh, pretty relevant to me. But Florida, Billy Napier flipped Marcus Stokes from Penn State to Florida, and then it started. <laughs> and then this run started after Marcus Stokes committed. Trayon Webb committed like half an hour later. Eugene Wilson III committed the next day. And then we had this past weekend, this this run that Florida went on, and it was just a, a tear that Florida has been on. And it's amazing because just, what, three weeks ago, people were like, oh, this, this coaching staff bit off more than they can chew. They're just, they were not ready for this, this big uh, task of rebuilding Florida. And it's like, well, guess what? Yes, they are because they, they've got the, the recruiting class in place right now. Um, I think Marcus Stokes also just the job that he's done just publicly actively recruiting kids to Florida is, is big. His whole play wide receiver for the Joker thing. Um, that, that's an awesome trend that he's working around, but just giving Florida the answer. And if you were here for Saturday, sorry, this might be redundant because we spoke about this, but giving Florida the answer at quarterback, because after Jaden Rashada, went to Miami, it was, well, what is Florida going to do at quarterback? Because Florida for a while was talking about Jaden Rashada and Arch Manning. And it was like, well, Florida is going to get one of them. Maybe. Um, what's going to happen? Um, for about a week or two, it was, it was pretty murky about what's going to happen at quarterback. And then Billy Napier got Marcus Stokes to flip from Penn state to Florida. And he answered that question. And then that's big because now whether or not Marcus Stokes ever works out, Florida for the 2023 recruiting cycle has their quarterback answer. So once you get those kids on campus, whether or not the quarterback works out kind of irrelevant, um, that's not a sustainable practice because of course, a few years down the line, eventually quarterback recruits will be like, well, you don't, you don't develop these guys and get them into the league. Uh, so I don't want to go to you. And then we just have the same issue again, but Whatever. Headliners, uh, Aiden Mizell and Eugene Wilson the third should be the headliners. I feel like TJ Searcy is just so overlooked right now. He's the third highest ranked commit for Florida. He committed on July 4th, which was also that same week that started um, Marcus Stokes, Trayon Webb, and Eugene Wilson the third. He was that Monday. Um, but, but he's just been so overlooked as a top three player in this class. But I think obviously it's Aiden Mizell and Aiden Mizell doing the, the Gators, the live Gators also is just like, he's clearly like very excited to be a Gator. And that kind of resonates throughout everybody. And then him going to Friday night lights, um, Trayon Webb at Friday night lights, Najee Harris at Friday night lights, just, just massive, massive contributions for this Florida Gators team that has kind of needed it. Um, and that's one of the things too, where I feel like a lot of schools, we see other players like recruiting and for a while, we didn't really see that from Florida. We saw like Najee Harris was like posting pictures of himself with Florida stuff. Um, and yeah, that was, that was cool to see you posting Florida things, but like, that's not going to convince other people to come play for Florida. But Marcus Stokes kind of really started pushing and Trey on web, especially this past weekend with Friday night lights and grill on the bill. Um, they were both just just pushing so hard to kind of close these commits, and they did a fantastic job. Uh, this coaching staff, they answered one of the biggest questions from me, which was, uh, we talked about this last Wednesday, stop being a hat on the table, get these kids to commit. And not only stop being a hat on the table, get these kids to commit, but also 
why is Florida not getting these quick commitments from kids? Like, I think they're being too passive in terms of like, no, like take your time, make your decision, do whatever. And that is wonderful. But at the end of the day, you got to get, the, you got to get these commitments. And if you just go, Oh, take your time. Don't worry about it. People can swoop in like Miami and Georgia and Texas and they could, they could swoop in and kind of ruin your day. So Florida looked like they finally put the pedal to the metal here. Um, and that's fantastic. Then we also have decommit flags, which, Right now, I think the only decommit flag that I'm looking at for Florida is um, Tyree Patterson. Which, look, I've been saying this, and I know my YouTube comments were talking about it and debating it. I don't necessarily care about Tyree Patterson decommits. Our average rating goes up. Um, That's not something I care about necessarily. I've very openly been like, you know what? If these kids are, are picking the spot for them and they think it's the right spot for them, then wonderful. Um... But I'm, I'm not putting the stock in it. I, I, I am looking at Tyree Patterson, and I'm going, he's the fifth-ranked receiver for the 2023 class for Florida. Like, he's the fifth-ranked commit for Florida uh, at receiver. He is the 16th commit for Florida. He's the lowest-ranked commit for Florida. So if he leaves, it's not such a bad thing, and I understand it for him. Um, I don't want him to leave, though, because like he, he was Billy Napier's first commit for the 2023 cycle. Aaron Gates was previously committed with Dan Mullen. Um, so he was Billy Napier's first commit for the 2023 cycle. He was an unranked kid, and then Florida offered him and got him. And then uh, a week, maybe two weeks later, he started climbing up boards, and it was this really interesting thing. But I and I, I kind of see where he's coming from with wanting to transfer. Um, we'll see where we wanted to decommit, but we'll see what happens with that one. Uh, speaking of decommits, we're about to talk about what's next for the Florida Gators. But first, a quick word from Bet Online because if you think the Florida Gators win seven games this year, like a smart person like myself, bet the over. If you think Florida wins six games or less this year, like a big dumb dummy, then bet the under. And then just, I mean, or just send your money to me. I'll take it. Uh, if you're going to bet the under, I'll take your money. It's fine. Right now on Bet Online, the Gators' win total for this season is set at six and a half. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports information. I've said it a billion times now. I've been using BetOnline for like five or six years now. It's fantastic. I, I love it so much. I, I just, it's a very fun thing to do, and it's a very fun thing to bet on. And, and like football season, just clean house. I've, NBA and NFL season, clean house. Simple as that. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn all about the trends and action. Check out BetOnline. It's where the game starts. To wrap up today's show, we're talking about what's next for Florida. And when you look at what's next for Florida, I think you have to look at what was uh, one of the biggest stories from Friday Night Lights weekend, which was Florida bringing in Dijon Johnson, who was previously committed to Ohio State. And then not so much. On Saturday night, he decommitted from Ohio State. 6'1", 190 pounds, 9560 grade which would make him the second-highest-ranked commit for Florida, only behind Aiden Mizell. And there, he's, a, he's a Florida kid. There was some, uh, some I don't want to say, there was some smoke as to whether or not Dijon Johnson would decommit to Ohio State or flip to Florida or if he would just immediately flip to Florida or decommit first. Uh, and then on Saturday night, he put out a little statement that he was decommitting from Ohio State, which was not shocking. Um yeah, that wasn't super surprising, but I, I'm not referring to. I'm not going to acknowledge the thing with rivals that happened with Dijon, um, except for saying that that was 
moronic and should never have happened. Um, and I will leave it at that. But Dijon Johnson, Florida's, Florida's picking up interest, and Florida is incredibly interested in him. Like, not only is Corey Raymond one of the biggest people pushing for him to come to Florida, but Patrick Tony is also pushing for him to come to Florida. Billy Napier is applying pressure. The rest of this recruiting class is applying pressure for Dijon Johnson to come to Florida, and he just might. You know, we thought, and we by we, I mean the collective Gators fan base, and specifically the Locked On Gators group, where when we were live on the on uh, on YouTube streaming after some commits, and we were talking in the Discord server, um, the R slash Florida Gators one, the Florida Gators subreddit one, not Locked On Gators Discord server, but you could join that one if you want. Um, we were saying like, okay, maybe. Maybe Deshaun Johnson will will commit to Florida right now. Like maybe he'll flip today. I thought he was going to flip on Saturday. Instead, Saturday he just decommitted from Florida, um, from Ohio State. And the way that he phrased his decommitment immediately made me think, okay, like he's not committing to Florida tonight. He's not committing to Florida tomorrow. The way he phrased it made it seem like he kind of just wanted to to enjoy the recruitment process again and get back into it and take more visits and do whatever and not feel rushed or tied down with anything. I think now, especially after after you decommit once, um, I feel like there's pressure to kind of get it right the next time and not not be a kid who just like quickly commits to Florida and then a few weeks later he's like, ah oh, man, like Miami's an enticing place, which I hate saying, but like there's a reason Miami is getting all these commits and it's not just money. It's they're tremendous recruiters um they're just scumbags also um but Deshaun Johnson I think wants to kind of approach this a different way and and take it the more honestly the more mature way which I have no issue with him doing I do think that at this point ultimately um yeah at this point Florida looks like they're going to be the ones to add Deshaun Johnson but that remains to be seen Next is Will Norman is someone who a lot of us were like, is he going to commit to Florida? Because this weekend at Friday Night Lights and and all that jazz, um, Florida looked like they were going to pick up some steam, and then Florida players were tweeting at Will Norman to try to kind of convince him. Uh, IMG product, 6'5", 290. He is a 9388 player, and, and that instantly puts him in one of the top for Florida spots again. And... I, I mean, with, with Will Norman, I think you have to look at this Florida defense and what they want to do, and you being a pretty athletic fella, and just going, well, Florida is a solid spot if you're um, a, a versatile defensive lineman because you're going to drop back into coverage, you're going to move around the defensive line, you're going to do a whole bunch of stuff. And that looks really good for you to have that versatility, but it always looks good for you to have that versatility. We don't know what will actually happen with it, but Will Norman is someone who Florida is pushing heavily on. Uh, Trayon Webb also said that August 10th, Florida is going to get a commit. We just don't know who it is. Um, That remains to be seen, but anything can happen, right? Next we're talking about is Dequavia Story. We're going to touch on him just really quickly because we've talked about Dequavia Story before on Locked On Gators as someone who... Could be a commit by the end of July. Obviously, at this point, that hasn't happened. I'm recording this at, on uh, July 31st, late at night. So, I'm going to assume it's not going to happen at this point. But Dequavia Story is 
a four-star receiver from Florida. He is someone who uh, John Garcia was like, he plays receiver, running back on defense. He could play safety. He could play, he could play a whole bunch of stuff. He's a very athletic guy. Um, I, this is someone where, again, I thought he would have already been committed to Florida. That's how far ahead Florida seems to be above Georgia and Bama and Arkansas and all the other schools that are pursuing him. But again, to be fair, that is, uh, that's not happened yet, but I think it will. And then there's also 2024 quarterback DJ Lagway, who is one of the top players uh, in the 2024 class. I'll pull it up real quick on the composite. But um, yeah, DJ Lagway is someone who, I mean, he, he seems to be very excited to be a potential Florida Gator. Um, five-star quarterback, 17th overall player in the class, third quarterback, third player in the state of Texas. And he's someone that, again, this past weekend specifically, he seemed to be really loving Florida. They were putting a ton of pressure on him. And I I like that because, you know, you've got Billy Napier putting the pressure on him and him saying, like, I'm kind of feeling this Florida vibe. And Billy Napier just dealt with, well, Florida doesn't have their 2023 QB. So he's trying to go, well, guess what? Our first commit for 2024 is going to be a five-star quarterback. That's a top 20 player in the nation. And we're going to whoop some you know what it is. Um, and DJ Lagway is one of those players that they're trying to push there. I know for a fact also that Davi Belfort is a player that Florida offered for when he was a 2025 kid. Then he reclassified the 2024 and they reaffirmed that offer. So he is also someone who is considering Florida right now. And he's all, Davi Belfort has also said, I want to build a class. He's like, I want to commit relatively soon. And I want to be the guy that helps build a, a recruiting class. So honestly, either one of them, both of them, Lagway, Belfort. Lagway is the much bigger name. Belfort is someone that I do genu- I do genuinely like from what I've seen from his tape. And I think that I don't think Lagway or Belfort are the kind of guys where it's like, oh, there's another high-ranked quarterback. I'm out. So for 2024, I, I see no reason why you shouldn't just go for both of them. Um Especially because it's like, well, there's so much time between now and then. Why not just go for it and just say, if, if they decommit, they decommit. But right now, we're so far into the future. Who really cares about being tied down? Um, and and we have more needs to discuss, but we'll get that to, to we'll get to that another day, probably Wednesday or Thursday this week. But thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day every day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more on your Florida Gators. Now make your second listen locked on SEC hosted by Chris Gordy of Sports 790. The best coverage on the best conference, including the best university, the University of Florida right there. For Lockdown Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find my written work with Whole Nine Sports and video work with Whole Nine Sports. And find my written work with GiantsCountryFSI.com. And I will see you all tomorrow.